No my heart in my get and I hotaka welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Banks are making record profits in New Zealand. Collected profits for the sector were $7.18 billion for the year in the December. And will the failure of America's 16th largest bank have ripple effects here? Banking on the panel just after four. Also today, the policy bonfire announced we take a look at one that has been lesser commented on, and that is the container buyback scheme being used in the planning kicked down the road again. And I'd like to ask you today, is climate, change, is climate action a bread and butter issue? Yes or no? Let's take a snap poll on that. Also today, the amount of sodium in our processed food. A consumer in this study has found several common processed foods contain potentially dangerously high levels of sodium, and that has public health ramifications, says the Stroke Foundation. Also on the panel, many in wheelchairs feel like they're being discriminated against, being charged more, and sometimes a lot more for events. So... A lot to discuss here. I'm going to hit it today. Alexia Russell, journalist for The Detail. Kia ora. Kia ora. How are you? Well. Good to have you here. Also with us, been a long time away, uh, the CEO of Rocketworks, Dean Hall. Kia ora, Dean. Kia ora. Nice to have you here. Now, um, I've been asked to mention this. Um, about three days ago, we talked about marrows. Uh, marrows from the garden and um, it turned out that a lot of people love their marrows I had no idea anyway Miriam was on the panel and she shared the family recipe for calabaza which is a Spanish Greek recipe and many asked if uh, Miriam could share it and she said well I'll go away and ask my grandmother Betty so um, it's uh, here in front of me it's fried marrow calabaza grandma Betty's version you've got your marrow you've got your, you peel your pips frying pan it's absolutely delicious I have a photo here so I'm not going to post it if you want this recipe for calabaza marrow you can email the panel at rnz.co.nz and I'll send you this Spanish Greek recipe for calabaza so there we have it now Imagine a live show going 35 years. Well, this show did. You know what that show is, Dean? Oh, I do. I know what it is. Okay. Do you, Alexia? Yeah, I've seen it. Well, I've seen it as well. Have you? Have in you? Auckland, um, not long after the Sky City opened. Well, when I was well, a kid, I well, saw it in London. Wow! Well, it so happens it's closing on Broadway after 35 years. Show 13,781 come came to a close to thundering applause, and it gave a generation of musicians and actors a steady job and salary. Violinist Kurt Kobel, for example, joined 25 years ago. I never got to see it. Dean has. Alexia has. Is it any good? Text me. 2101. To give us an insight into the phenomenon is Dr. Gregory Camp, lecturer uh, in music at the University of Auckland. Dr. Camp, kia ora. Kia ora, Wallace. This is amazing, isn't it? I mean, who knew? 35 years old, on Broadway, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, I think you could say maybe that Cameron McIntosh knew. He was the producer. 
who I think knew from the beginning that it was going to be pretty mm. successful. Uh, maybe not as successful as it was, but he really had a nose for the hits. Certainly did. I mean, why the longevity? It's a good question. I think it's a, a mix of the spectacle that's involved in the show, very technically advanced production, uh, big cast, big orchestra, lots of stage pieces that move in and out quickly, a falling chandelier. So there's that aspect of it. Also, I think it's a, a very easily relatable and graspable story. It's a mm. good old-fashioned romance. So it's engaging on that level as well. I, the music is yeah. very successful. I, 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 let's go to the panel too on this because I wish, I wish that I had seen uh, Phantom of the Opera. I never got to see it because I think it had Michael Crawford, and I grew, I grew up knowing Michael Crawford as Frank Spencer, Alexia, mm. <laughs> Betty, oh Betty, and so I thought, well, how good could it be? Could be great. When we were on our OE in London in the early nineties. We had absolutely no money, but we had to go to this. So we were sitting like right up in the gods. You climb forever to get up into that top of that theatre in London. And but you know when the when the scene when they go down in the basement with all the candles and it just it's so fantastic. How do they do that? It's you know and then really? the chandel- oh yeah the setting is is absolutely spectacular. It's really cool. Oh, I really because I was only like ten I think when I saw it. It was quite long for a ten year old, but I was obsessed with it. And I think it was Were that you? what 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 the professor was saying about the production. It was the fact that the chandelier came down. I hope I'm not giving away any spoilers. It's been thirty five <laughs> years. Thirty five years. Forget the spoilers. That's right. And I got to see it. It was just after the Sky Tower opened. So um, uh, not long after it. So it was my first trip to Auckland as a kid. So. You know, from from the South Island. There's all that coming out from Dunedin, Gregory, yeah. seeing Phantom of the Opera. I mean, have you seen it, Gregory? I have. I've seen it a few times. Um, I saw it when I was a kid. I was also obsessed with it when I was 10. Mm. I toured through Denver, which is where I grew up. Uh, and I saw it in London not too long ago when I was there on a choir tour a few years ago, chaperoning some kids. Is it still running uh, in London? It is, yeah. I, I think it closed for, well, closed for a while with COVID with everything, but they've since reopened it. Amazing, yes. Andrew says, we saw Phantom last year after seeing our company float. It's very good, but the original was Sarah Brypen is better as she's got a higher range than other people. Gregory? Uh, that's true. Lloyd Webber wrote it for her. Oh, I didn't know that. Voice. Yeah. Is it, married at the time. Is it, I mean, what others come close? When I think of other musicals, I think of Hair. Jesus Christ yeah. Superstar? Jesus Christ Superstar. I really want to see Chess. Yes. I just maybe because when I was a kid, then I just loved some of that, that music. Oh, so. one night in Bangkok That's right. makes a hard man humble, Dean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't understand it when I was a kid. Thank no. goodness, but yeah, Gregory. I think the closest to that level of success might be Limes. Mm. Uh, oh, so depressing. Also played for years and years and years. Yeah, in Broadway yeah. and in London, and was made into a film. So is this is this unique? Is this one out of the box, Gregory, that we'll never see another Phantom of the Opera? You might have your hair or your chest or your Lion Kings or, you know, but this is actually really something special, the Phantom of the Opera. I think so, but I do think that Lion King will run for quite a few more years. That seems to show no signs of slowing down. So it might one day breach that record. Wow. I saw that in London. I you saw, saw Lion too. King in London. It was great. Mm. Are you a, oh. are you a musical fan? Ah, I I I really reg- being in London. I regret going. To, yeah. I wish I'd gone to more of them. Yeah, definitely.
Mm. Is there something also, finally, is there something really special about Broadway as well in terms of the musical ecosystem, Dr. Camp? Uh, well, I think so, but then I study it, so of course I'm, I'll of course. be biased. <laughs> but I, I think it's, well, there aren't many places in the world where you can get that much excellent theatre in that small a space. It's really just Broadway and, and the West End in London, uh, where, there, where you can go to a different show every night for a month and still not see everything. Wow. And you've been there, Alexia? Yeah. Well, I mean, you had to. It's, yeah. No yeah. wonder it keeps going in London. You know, they have so many tourists, and if you had to put, you know, a list of top five on your experiences in London, that would surely be in there. Or Jonathan Gregory says, forget that, Starlight Express, Opera and Roller Skates. Mm-hmm. Is that any good? Uh, I'm not a huge fan now, although I liked it when I was a kid. Uh, I'm, I don't think that music holds up as well as Phantom's music does. No, of course. No, my uh, producer, though, Yana, uh, I saw two thumbs up through the glass here. So uh, we have one fan here. Um, Tim says, Jesus Christ Superstar is a superior work musically compared to Phantom, in my humble opinion. Very good, Gregory. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. There you go. Uh, Jilly says, uh, I s- the best performance of Phantom I've seen was by the White Power M&D. Uh, about four years ago, the audience was from all over New Zealand and blown away mm. by the talent and production. Uh, Megan says, excuse me, but the Hamilton production was as good as the London one. So there we have it. Go Hamilton. Yeah, New Zealand's got some amazing talent. Absolutely. Tell you what I love. It's really hard to get out of the um, that doing the rounds of the old musicals, you know, the Andrew Lloyd Webber ones, the famous ones. Yeah. But Matilda was great. And that's, you know, Tim Mitchin did all the music and that was wonderful. Was it really? New music. Mm. Matilda, out of the, out of the, have you seen anything recently no, musicals? I, I mean, I live but, right by the ASB Theatre and I really want to make time to go to more yeah. of their productions because they run a lot of really interesting ones. There was one I really wanted to go see, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. I'd actually yeah. seen uh, the, um, yeah, I know uh, I'd seen the movie and I really liked the music, um, but I think COVID sort of scuppered it a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wouldn't mind seeing a good musical. What's one I can go and see? Well, you mean live? Yeah. You've got to see it live. Rent? Where's, is Rent still running? Well, it depends where you are and when you are. Yeah. Yeah. Someone will find out for me. Someone will uh, text a, a good musical. Anyway, uh, wonderful feedback coming. Time for I've been thinking. Alexia Russell, what's your IBT today? I've been thinking about shoes. Now, mm. bear with me. Catch the bus, drops me on Fanshawe Street, come up here, quite a walk, 15-minute walk. No way am I wearing high heels for that. Turns out... Nowhere is anyone wearing high heels these days. The more you look, the more you realise that women are now wearing flat shoes uniformly. You don't see high heels. You see the very rare pair of heels on the street. Went to my favourite shoe shop in Albany in the weekend. Not only is it all flats, they're all fabulous flats. Like So instead of like women sneaking into a pair of sneakers and they're white, so you're calling that office shoes, they are office shoes. They come in amazing colours. They're all beautiful. You know, it, that is how we do it. It's been a silent revolution, but one I'm very, very That's pleased That's a big call. About. You're saying yeah. the silent revolution in Aotearoa today is that no one is wearing high heels. Well, not unless you're on K-Road on a Saturday night, but pretty much I'm saying that. Yeah, Much yeah. better in an emergency as well. Yep. I, whenever I get on a plane, if I see people wearing high heels... You stop wearing your high heels? I have stopped wearing yeah. high heels. No, yes. I, I, I don't think I could pull it off. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, they're terrible in an emergency. Terrible. 
Um, you, you can't you know, can't run in them, yeah. I presume. Um, they're, but un- they're uncomfortable. uncomfortable. They push your feet forwards at unnatural angles. They cause all sorts of problems. I'm just saying, though, is there a case for high heels when you, you want to dress up, you want to get into town, or you want to go to dinner, you want to go to Les Mis? Sure, if you want to yeah. do that to your feet, that's fine. But the thing is, you don't have to now. You mm. can wear the mm-hmm. sexiest, smashiest frock and put it with a fab pair of flats. flats. And guys, guys have this as well. Because I actually have this this pair of shoes that look like patent leather dress shoes, but are actually sneakers. Sneakers. Wow. Interesting. All right. What do you think? Do you think? uh, Do you agree with Alexia Russell that there is a silent revolution going on, and no one is wearing high heels in New Zealand today? And the next thing is pockets in dresses. Mm. I support this. It's happening too. Uh, Pockets in dresses. Yes, we talked about that with Nikki Bazan, didn't we? That's right. And they're coming, they're coming in. Oh, yes. They need to come in. No. Uh, all right. Now, I've been – Hamilton is coming to Aotearoa. See that, says Jenny in The Sunny Tron. Dean Hall, I've been thinking. Uh, so I've been thinking about – I was part of this youth group called the Ear Training Corps. Does any, do you, oh, are you yeah. familiar with it? Yeah, I had when a flatmate who was in that. Yeah, so so I was um, in Awamaru. Full of weirdos. Yeah, that's yeah. right, like me. And <laughs> um, I, don't be presumptuous. I, I recently <laughs> touched base with my old unit commander was still there, Derek Beveridge, and he actually got, he's a former police officer, and he got um, awarded a Queen Service Medal. He will hate the fact I'm mentioning this because he's very embarrassed by it, but I wanted to super embarrass him. So he's still a unit leader down there in Awamaru, so... Um, I recently touched base with them. So, yeah, but it just left, I was talking about with them, it left a huge impact on me, and I still use some of the stuff I learned there um, in business. You were in the air training I was, and it made a huge difference. I think if everyone should support their local units and donate, it's good to give kids stuff to do. So, What did you do there? Uh, Walk around and learn about stuff, people. Yeah, how they had a uniform. Yeah, had a uniform. Very cool. You're on the panel, Alexi Russell and Dean Hall with me. Uh, loving the shoe conversation, exception with the presenters, says Sue. That's a huge... Not all of them, no. sports presenters. Okay. Jenny May Coffin. <laughs> Very good. All right, thank you.